Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about awakening, opening, starting to embody all of these different parts of self, like the wild woman, the lover, the medicine woman, and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. This episode is on the archetypal energy of Aphrodite, Venus. It's on that part of self that represents beauty, love, sensuality, sexuality. And we talk about it today in a way that goes a little bit deeper than a lot of conversations around this particular feminine energy some of the more hidden, trickier places to get into. And and that's kind of what's exciting to me, is us having the ability to go deeper with this particular archetype. Um, In this conversation, I talk a little bit about the current astrology. If you're listening to this later on, and it's past this particular astrological window, it doesn't matter. So it also doesn't matter that energy is always there. It's always accessible. It's just that during this particular recording, uh, the energy was just a little bit more open. So if you're listening to it a little bit later on, no big deal. Still very, very valid. The practices are very valid. The conversation is very valid. Um, and I just inv- I invite you to dive in. I invite you to feel Um, and allow whatever to arise, arise in you as we go into this topic. I also talk a lot about the newsletter and different things that we share with rewilding women. So if you're not part of the newsletter and you want to be, rewildingforwomen.com is where you can subscribe. That's where this astrology report thing that I talk about comes out. And also this gets recorded live in our Facebook group. So you can find our Facebook group by going to our website as well, just rewildingforwomen.com and you'll see a link to find our Facebook group. So if you want to be there live in video format, just simply go to the Facebook group and click on events and you will find when the next live recording is. Okay enjoy the episode. I promised in today's newsletter that I would talk a little bit about why archetypes light up or when they light up or when they are accessible um, and kind of how kind of how you can open doors and get guidance from astrology. So I kind of, I just want to make this a little bit tangible about why are we talking about Venus retrograde? Like what's the big deal? What's, why do we want to talk about that? And to me, Venus Aphrodite out there is an archetypal energy. That's the archetypal energy that we're talking about. So the planet Venus is associated with Aphrodite, the goddess, the Greek goddess of love, beauty, sensuality, relationships. And so when you get an astrology chart read and you want to know about relationships and you want to know about love and you want to know about those things, you look at Venus. That's what you do. You look at that archetype and that's how that works. So how do we open to this? in rewilding here as we're talking about this it's the experiential conscious working with opening to accessing that energy within so let me explain that it's like the weather so we all live on the planet and we are all affected by the weather if there's a rainstorm and i go outside i'm going to get wet 
regardless of if I think I'm going to get wet or I think I'm not going to get wet, I'm still going to get wet because I'm in the rain. I am affected by the weather. I, I can't get out of the weather. To me, it's the exact same with astrology. We cannot get out of the psychic weather. We cannot get out of the archetypal patterns. We, we cannot get out of the astrological weather. We can't. We don't get to. We're on planet Earth. That's how it works for me. Um, and it's beautiful to be in, in my position because I was one of the most skeptical people on the planet. Like, pfft, astrology, I think that's a bunch of horse shit and it's just a complete waste of time. I, I really was of that mindset. But doing what I do and getting to witness what I witness, um, there's not a shred or a thread of doubt in me anywhere that it's not real. That that whole concept of as above, so below, um, that which is external is also internal. Um, and you feel it, right? Like we just talked about the full moon. We feel the effects of it. It's how conscious are we to them? How aware are we to them? How busy and distracted are we? How anesthetized are we? How much do we numb ourselves out of feeling what's going on? So that's, that's, that's a big part of this stuff. But this particular astrological storm or weather pattern, we can call it a weather pattern, this particular astrological weather pattern that is Venus retrograde brings us into deep internal reflection of the aspects of love, aspects of intimacy, aspects of union, aspects of creation, aspects of beauty, aspects of self-care, aspects of creativity. So I'm just curious to feel if any of this stuff is coming up for you. I know in the Facebook group, it's creativity has been something big um, that I've seen quite a bit of, and just in the circles that I've been in, creativity has been something that's coming up. Um, so I also want to say that for those of you who are not astrology inclined, hell yeah, beautiful. You don't have to be astrology inclined. You don't have to care about Venus retrograde. How I want to go into this, I don't feel like we've even gone into anything yet, by the way. How I want to go into this is I want to really honor that aspect of self, that aspect of you, that aspect of me, that aspect of all women and men that is that particular archetypal energy. So we are made up of all of those archetypal energies. It's to what degree do we express them? To what degree are we comfortable with them? To what degree are they wounded? Are they repressed? Are they oppressed? Are they full of rubble? So I know we talk about this quite a bit, but Aphrodite, Venus, is just one of those lines of Shakti, right? She's a line of Shakti. She's a particular feminine thread of energy. And so I'm going to invite you to feel into that particular thread of energy within you as we start to go into her. So as we start to talk about Venus, as we start to talk about Aphrodite, to start to just feel what's going on for you. So again, this is an opportunity to not just do this from mental standpoint, but to do this from 
body open, wise standpoint. So we are feeling into this. When we start to work with these feminine archetypes, especially archetypes like Venus, Aphrodite, we have to be open to feeling. Not emotional, not just emotional feeling, but sensation. Feeling. So it's feeling, it's feeling, it's very body-based. So feminine, feminine energy is, is life force itself, is how does, how does the energy move me? How open am I? How much can I feel? How much can I receive? How much can I give? How much can I be moved by a particular energy? And so that's all we're doing. That's it. So you can throw the astrology out of this if you like. And you can breathe deep into your womb space and deep into your heart space because those are very, 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 very potent Aphrodite, Venus areas of the body. So womb space is just below your belly button. Heart space is just chest. And you just breathe. So just breathe. Those of you who've been rewilding with me, you've got big mama practices that open up your body and you can do those if you feel to. Um, moving the body, opening up the chakras, opening up the central vortex. Um, if that feels right for you. So, that's me breathing into it. So if you just want to take a couple of breaths, if you haven't done that yet, taking a couple of those big deep breaths. Big deep breath all the way into the womb space. So breathing right down into the womb space. We hold so much wisdom in our wombs. And just breathing there and bringing our awareness there shifts our nervous system, shifts the whole of our energetics. So just a few more breaths there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Venus. Let's talk about Aphrodite. She's goddess of beauty, goddess of love goddess of relationship, intimacy, sexuality, goddess of sensuality. So you want to start to feel into Venus from a very feminine, very open space. Probably the words that really help to feel into Venus or to feel into Aphrodite would be the word sensual would be the words pleasure, open to pleasure, open to sensual, full, ecstatic. Um, you can start to almost feel, do you feel how my energy has shifted or my voice has shifted if you're listening to this later and you're not live? And, and you start to become very, very body-based. So what happens when I start to feel into Venus or Aphrodite, I start to, like every pore on my in my skin, on my body, starts to open. I start to receive way more than I normally do. I start to feel and take in and be open to thousands more sensations than if I'm in a different archetype or if I'm not being conscious and consciously opening to her. She's very sensual. She's very body-based. She's very love-filled. 
very love-filled, so you can maybe almost even feel a heart opening. So when I say that, I feel my heart starting to open. I feel there's like a pressure in my chest of my chest wanting to expand, my heart starting to want to open. One thing around Venus and Aphrodite is most, a lot of Western women, a lot of Western men, we operate from neck up. So really, we are only open to the mental realms, the mental capacities, neck up. Venus Aphrodite has really no fucking interest in that. Really no interest if you're logical. Really no interest if it's rational. She doesn't care if it makes sense or if it's rational. She wants to feel she wants to really embody that feminine soul practice. What is the feminine soul practice? We've talked about this before. Feminine soul practice is what must I do to give and receive love in the way I feel fulfilled? That's a question. That's a Venus Aphrodite question. How must I live my life to give and receive love? in a way that makes me feel full? Do I need to have children to do that? Do I need to live somewhere else to do that? What community do I have to do that? That's feminine. That's feminine soul, heart filling. That's Aphrodite, that's Venus. Um, when Venus goes, retrograde, which is what we're going into, this particular weather pattern um, that we are all in. So all of us are in this. It's like Mercury retrograde, right? When Mercury goes retrograde, communication kind of goes on the fritz, right? You don't want to sign big contracts during a Mercury retrograde because you can miscommunicate something. So when Venus goes retrograde, it's like our external expression of love, of relationship, of intimacy, of sexuality goes root back inside. It becomes very inner. It becomes very reflective. It's not so much of an external expression as it is an internal reflection. That's what it means to go retrograde. So here's the interesting part about this. I know I'm talking a little bit more astrology, but I can't help it because this is so juicy and big and we got to talk about it. So she's doing that for 40 days and 40 nights. That's pretty auspicious, right? 40, we all know, is a very auspicious number. 40 days, 40 nights, that's like Jesus in the desert. There's lots of other auspicious things around 40 days and 40 nights. So she's doing that for 40 days and 40 nights. Just before she goes internal and reflective and quiet, Pluto, who is dark, masculine, lord of the underworld, he wants to take you deep. He wants to take you into hidden taboo realms of power, of sexuality. He wants to show you what you have hidden within you. He's God of birth, rebirth, death, right? Death, rebirth. He wants to show you what's hidden. So just before she does her 40 days and 40 nights, 
internally retrograde, very reflective, he goes direct. So his energy has been quiet. It's been very internal. But now what he's doing is he's actually externally giving us big waves of go deeper, go deeper, more into what's hidden, get in there. What's hidden? What are you afraid of? What's taboo? What power things are you withholding? Sex, big around sex. Pluto is sex, power, money. What's Aphrodite? She's sex, power, money, but in a different way, right? So she's going into a Pluto time Pluto's coming back out of being hidden and he is pushing her even further in, right? It's like that gift of the dark masculine. So if you've seen the episodes on the dark masculine or you've done some work with me, you'll know the gift of the dark masculine is to open you and love you into places you don't want to go. That's the gift of Pluto. He loves you into places that you are afraid to shine a light into. It's beautiful. And he has deep reverence and deep love for the parts of you that you feel guilty for, you feel shame-filled for, you want to keep hidden, parts of you that you would really rather just keep in the freaking basement, right? The gift of the dark masculine is like, why? He, He literally looks at you like, Why would you want to keep that beautiful part of yourself hidden? Why would you want to keep that part of your sexuality repressed? Why? I love that you crave men and women. I love that you crave and fantasize about four people at one time. I love that you crave this taboo thing. I'm I'm giving examples. That's his gift. I love that you crave this. I love this part of you that's hidden. I love this part of you that you have a hell of a time accepting. I love it. I love it and I wanna love it out of you. I wanna love it out of you so it doesn't have to stay repressed. So you don't have to express it in this distorted, kinky, fucked up fashion. That's the gift of Pluto. So Pluto is here gifting Venus as she decides So she's deciding, I want to go internal. I want to go look at myself. I want to feel into some of my deeper truths. I want to feel into my deeper love. I want to feel into my deeper sexuality. I want to feel into some of my deeper things. This is is what she's asking for. So that part of us wants to go within, wants to go within. And we've got the divine masculine going, all right, I'll come with you. I'll come with you. I'm up. I'm up for that. Like, let me hold your hand. Let me hold your hand. Let me take you into the basement of self. Let me take you into those parts that you're not comfortable with. Let me take you into those fears. Let me take you into those shame-filled places. Let me take you into those things that you've buried, locked away deep, 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 deep in your womb or your hip. Mine's my hip. I love hiding things in my hip. For some reason, I love hiding anything to do with anything uncomfortable around sexuality, masculine union in my right hip. Just is my, my secret little hiding place. Love it. It happens to be roaringly open at the moment, which to me is this gift. And that's kind of how you can look at it, is 
that door's open. So where that door might normally be closed, because we are starting to walk into this particular weather pattern, this particular astrology weather pattern, the doors that have previously been closed are now starting to open. So these realms around love, around sex, around intimacy are open in a way that they're not normally open. So it's easier to access. It's easier to heal. It's easier to release them. It's also easier to awaken to them. So this also, this isn't just this like trudging along, de-rubbling and grieving and releasing like dark energies and dense energies. It's also a beautiful time of awakening. So it doesn't have to be heavy, like I like it may have felt what I've been talking about. It can also just be very opening, very awakening, very love-filled, very much like, where is this coming from? Like, I had no idea I was an orgasmic woman like this. I had no idea I could feel this much pleasure in my body. I had no idea I could love to this depth. I had no idea I could receive in this way. I had no idea that I had this creative potential in me. So take a moment, just just take a second. And breathe. Stop thinking. Shut your shut your mind off. Just stop thinking for a minute. Just, just let it go. It turns into butter. Like just imagine your whole brain turns into butter and it starts to melt. It's just melting, 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 melting. Put a hand on your womb and a hand on your heart. So one hand on your womb, one hand on your heart. Breathe into them. Just breathe into them for a second. Just feel. Just feel. That's it. Just feel. Just take take a minute to stop thinking and doing and trying to accomplish something and just feel, breathe, heart and womb, heart and womb, just breathe them, just breathe them. What's the sensation in your heart right now? What's the sensation in your womb space right now, your sexual center? Just breathe them, breathe them. If there's one simple practice that I can give you, around opening up to Venus, Aphrodite, the lover, around opening up to sacred sexuality, opening up to creativity, changing how you relate, all the relationships, the connections, the depth that you're able to go to, it's to start to get into these energetic centers of the body. Breathe them, breathe them, right? Breathe them, breathe the heart, breathe the womb. Get into some women's circles where they're breathing the heart and breathing the womb, where they're opening up the body, where you're sitting with women who have opened their bodies, where you're in the energetics of that aspect of the feminine being revered and loved and respected and honored. That's when big stuff happens. That's when big changes happen. When you start to spend your time with other women who revere, honor, and feel legitimately in their bones that these aspects of self are sacred and they're worthwhile, and they're valuable. Our sexuality is sacred, and it's valuable, and there's a lot of gifts in it, gifts that we haven't even gotten close to. When we start to view our bodies as temples, this is a temple. This is my temple. It is sacred. You don't get to touch it. 
unless it's sacred touch, unless it's loving touch, unless it's respectful touch, right? Right? That's what we're stepping into, especially around Venus, Aphrodite. It's the body. It's the sacredness of our love. It's the sacredness of the feminine. It's the sacredness of our sexuality. It's the sacredness of our sensuality. It's the ability to open our bodies in the way that feminine bodies were meant to open. These bodies that we reside in can do a whole hell of a lot more than what we're letting them do way more than what we're letting them do. The things that we are capable of feeling, of opening up to, of shifting, of transforming, the gifts that we are able to bring through, we make babies in our bellies, for God's sakes. We make babies. That's how magical we are. And there's a billion other things that these bodies are capable of doing, but we've not given them the chance to. We've not given them the opportunity to. We've not sat in sacred space where someone is inviting that out of us. We've not been taught by our ancestors, by our mothers, by our grandmothers, how to honor this body, much less open it up to the things it's capable of doing. We weren't even taught how to have orgasms or how to allow emotions to run through our bodies Most of us were taught to push it away, stuff it down, pretend it's not there, lock this whole thing up. That is not the feminine. That is not Venus or Aphrodite. That is not what we're wired for. And we're all wired for it. You might be sitting there listening to me going, maybe that's you, Sabrina. Maybe that's you. It's not. It's not me. Because I was that woman. I was that woman who was shut down to emotions, who lived totally in my masculine energy. Maybe a little bit in my like witchy, manipulative seductress as well as in my masculine, but I came from that place. And if I can do this, I promise you that you can do this. I promise you. I was the captain of the rugby team. That's what I did in my spare time. I played rugby, right? I didn't go dancing. I didn't wear dresses. I wasn't Venus or Aphrodite. I played rugby. That's what I did. I was a boy. That's what I did. And if I can, I'm sharing this with you because not only from my standpoint, but I have watched women. Elise, Elise is on here. Elise is one of the most masculine, was one of the most masculine women I've ever met. I looked at her and I went, wow, I think you may have had me beat. And I know Elise is cool with me talking about her because we've talked about this. And she's like, everything's fair game, Sabrina, go for it. Um, She was a police officer, a police officer, right? Straight up masculine. This woman, this woman has opened up to feminine energy that you would not believe. You've probably seen her in the Facebook group. She's part of the team. She's part of Team Rewilding. You've probably seen some of the things that she shares. She makes Yoni brew for God's sakes. She makes Yoni brew. She's, her, she, she's opened up to the medicine woman. Then she's opened up to the lover, to this aspect. I've, I've watched this woman wear dresses and her whole body changed. Like this, sorry, Elise, <laughs> I'm really going for it, sister. You watched her, the shape of her body change in doing this work. It's what happens. The physical 
has to follow the deep internal energetics. It has to. It's the way it is, as within, so without. And the whole of our world start to change as well um, once we start to open to that. So for me, it's not just about in Venus retrograde. This is any time that we can reclaim our lover. We can reclaim Venus. We can reclaim Aphrodite. It's any time. It's just that there are certain astrological times when the door is open a little bit further. And this is one of those times where the door is open a little bit further to this aspect of self. So I believe she goes retrograde on the 6th of October. I'll put that in the newsletter. Um, so for those of you who are subscribed to the newsletter, I do the astrology, which we're switching over to do new moon because that's been pissing me off uh, around honoring cycles, honoring authentic time, honoring real cycle, not this like silly calendar thing that we've come up with. That's a whole other story. But I will talk about this in the next newsletter that goes out on the dates. So the dates that Venus goes retrograde, the date that Pluto goes direct. We'll definitely talk a little bit more about that. Um, One thing that I want to share, the last thing that I want to share when reclaiming Venus Aphrodite, the depths of her. So I also talked about wanting to go into places that maybe aren't always talked about in the myths or aren't always held um, in deep reverence around Aphrodite or um, where a lot of the feminine energies, they've been dulled down. They've, um, They've been kind of watered down. Um, they've been nice, nicened up, right? So we've, we've like nicened them to be, well, these are the acceptable parts of Aphrodite. These other ones, eh, not so comfortable with. So for me around Aphrodite, I watched a woman once and it was one of the most powerful Venus Aphrodite experiential ex- experiences that I've witnessed a woman go through. And it was the reclaiming of it being okay to be beautiful. It's big. It being okay to be attractive. It being okay to have a body that is attractive. It being okay to be beautiful. And she wasn't afraid of men's reactions to being attractive or being beautiful. She was afraid of women's reactions to her being attractive and her being beautiful. So this is something that can come up strongly when we start to go into these deeper realms of Aphrodite of Venus. These are some of the things that we can start to tap into to start to bring to the light within self is what is our relationship to beauty? What is it? What is our relationship to a woman's beauty? to our own beauty. Some of us hold weight. There was this beautiful post put in the Facebook group this week around the energetics behind holding on to excess weight. There are some women who hold excess weight for fear of being attractive, for fear of what that will mean, what that might bring into their world, what dramas that might bring into their world, where they might be unaccepted, where they might be afraid of the masculine. So 
I know I share an example around a woman who is afraid of the feminine's reaction to her beauty, which, by the way, stemmed from her mother. So this can also bring up way, 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 way old stuff around mother and how our mothers were with our beauty, right? So this, the full gamut of beauty is, is up for grabs here. We've all got very, 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 very different relationships to it, very different experiences to it. And so I want to honor exactly what gets brought up for you around beauty. Um, the other thing is some of us who, I'm just going to give a bunch of different examples. Some of us who were brought up in very masculine um, cultures or where the masculine was very valued, sometimes beauty was devalued. There wasn't much value put on beauty or worth put on beauty. So some of us as women, we carry around this strange relationship to beauty, um, where it's not really valuable or um, we judge another woman for wanting to be beautiful, right? Uh, so it's, this, this takes us into some really deep places. We can really go into some deep places around what is our relationship to beauty. And then, of course, the aspect that I just barely touched on was if I'm beautiful and I'm attractive, is that going to hurt me? Am I going to be hurt because of that? Am I attracting rape into my world? Am I attracting icky masculine energy into my world? Am I, right? What am I setting myself up for? And these are deep. These are deep. These are very, very deep. This is held deeply in our collective. It's held deeply in our psyches. It's very, very deep. So when you start to get to these places, know that you're in deep, you're in deep realms. And oftentimes it takes being encircled to get into deep realms or it takes a facilitator, a coach or something to get you into these deep realms, right? Um, I'm loving these comments. Um, Am I going to get hurt for being beautiful? So valid. Um, and then just a big yes, right? And so that's one aspect to honor and to hold on to. And then another aspect around these deeper realms of Aphrodite is, how do I want to go into this? Is the, the wild woman. Here we go. This is how we're going to go into it. The wild aspects of Aphrodite. The very, very, very powerful aspects of Aphrodite. Very powerful aspects of feminine sexuality. As in, we can make a lot of things happen from Aphrodite magic. So Aphrodite magic is this alchemical it's this alchemical magic that Aphrodite holds. And it's this ability to shift and alter the way that people move, the way that people make decisions, the way that people operate. In a really distorted place, it's manipulation. In a distorted energy, which a lot... Um, until you kind of work through it, a lot of it is because you're you're using that energy for 
oftentimes low level ego thinks, or you're using that energy. And I'm not saying you, I'm not blaming you by any means. I'm just trying to talk about this and it's hard to find the words, but it's how, what is our intention behind using that energy? Because that energy can be a big fucking gift. It can be a huge gift, not just to masculine. I'm not just talking about masculine, but also to feminine, to men and to women. It can be a really, really, really big healing gift, but it's what is your intention behind it? Is the intention behind that coming from a small, little ego-based place of uh, I just want to get something from you? Is it coming from a small, little, wounded, fearful place? I'm afraid of you, so I'm going to magically weave my alchemical manipulative energy so that you don't hurt me. These are deep places, I'm telling you. These places are not easy to see in self. They're not easy to get to. And you probably are gonna need to do a little bit more than just listen to this podcast in order to get to those places, right? It's having someone hold that space for you to get there. It's using practices that will take you into the depths, right? So it's like shamanic practices, tantric practices, archetypal embodiment practices, practices that get you beyond the defense mechanisms, beyond the protection, beyond the mind, because the mind thinks you're perfect. The mind is your ego and it wants, it, it's, it's wanting to not rock the boat. So... Then the other aspect around that energy is have we shut that gift off or that power off because we are so scared of misusing it? So this is the other thing. This is just as bad. It is just as bad because it's a gift to the world that we're not giving. It's a gift to our lovers, to our children, to our friends, to our families that we're not giving because we're afraid that we're going to misuse the power. We're afraid that we're going to manipulate them, right? So we've shut it off. And that's huge. We've also a lot of times shut it off, not just because we're afraid we're gonna misuse the power, but because of what society says about it. So there is a lot of judgment around feminine sexual magic. There is a lot, years and years and centuries upon centuries of repression of it because it is huge. Feminine, sexual energy, the fullness, let's not even use sexual because that might set some people off, which I think is silly because sex is life, it's life force. Feminine life force energy is incredibly powerful, really powerful dangerously powerful. That was a weird way of saying that. I'm not really sure why I said it like that. <laughs> That's how it's viewed. That's why I said it like that. That's oftentimes how it's viewed by our society, by the masculine. I'm not blaming this on men. I'm saying that's just how it's viewed as it's fucking dangerous. Dangerous. So let's deem it not worthy. Let's deem it... Let's deem her a whore. Let's deem her a slut. Let's deem her a prostitute. And how many of us as women have adopted that mindset? 
how many of us has jumped on board on that freaking train to no man's land and we have deemed her a whore or a charlatan because she's the pretty girl that walked into the bar because she's Aphrodite because she understands sex magic and she's fucking open to it right <laughs> when have we gotten on this on this this train <laughs> or when have we been this woman and we've walked in and we've gone oh my god this feels really bad um there's a woman who will say, it feels like knives are being stuck in my back. Like that's energetically how it feels to her. Walk into a room and it is legitimately like knives are being put in her back. It is crazy. The judgments around a woman's sexuality, the judgments that we as women hold, the judgments that men hold, the judgments that our society holds, that we collectively hold. This is a big big battle it's right like it's us starting to say i want to change thousands and thousands of years of conditioning i i, I, I want to change thousands and then this is me so now i'm just talking about myself you might not want to change thousands and thousands of years of conditioning but you might just want to change a little bit of yourself you might just want to open up a little bit more of yourself. You might just want to not hide this aspect of yourself. You might just want to be okay to be a little bit more beautiful or a little bit more sexual or a little bit more loving or a little bit more open, right? And it being okay to be open. It being okay to feel that much. It, it being okay to be in the feminine and it being okay to express these gifts they're yours. They're, 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 they're your gifts. They're innate to you. They're white. You're wired in this way. They're there. They're there. I think the reason we have so many illnesses and breast cancer and hysterectomies having to happen is because of this, because we're, we're just not opening. We're just not opening to authentically how it is that we're wired and to the authentic energy that runs through us. Um, there's always the question that gets asked, so I'm about to open up for questions so you can start thinking about your questions. The question always gets asked, how do I do this, Sabrina? Always, every single podcast or live stream, I get asked that question. I gave you some great practices in here. Body-based things, feminine things, get in circle, get around women, start to surround yourself with women who hold an intention to open up to this stuff. Just being part of the Facebook group is something, right? Again, we're on this surface level of, of circle. I don't want you to think that this is big, sacred circle. It's as sacred as we can get in a Facebook group, on a live stream, right? There are huge depths that happen. Find those spaces. If it's rewilding, get to an event. We're gonna post a whole bunch of things. If you wanna dive more into this, do sexual healing and awakening retreat. We go into Aphrodite in module two. We go into her. We open to Aphrodite in module two. Then we go into dark goddesses who will take you into some of these places that I've just talked about, some of these more hidden realms, some of the things that are a little bit tougher to get to, right? So if you're not like an in-person, I want to be in circle 
with women, you can do things at home on your own. We're still energetically sharing space. You and I, we're sharing a lot of space right now. That's what we do there too. So that's an option. There's a coupon code. So if you're listening to this before October 1st, there's a coupon code SEPT50, S-E-P-T 50. It's 50 bucks off of that online online retreat. Um, So that's how you can work, how you can open this inner circle. If you're an inner circle, we're going into this. So when she goes uh, retrograde October, we're going into it. So next month, we're going into it. For those of you who've been asking about joining Inner Circle, when are we going to open the doors to Inner Circle? We're opening it in October. So if you want to do that, that's another option. It'll happen second half of October, and we'll announce all of that stuff in newsletter. So that'll be in... Uh, newsletter and posted in our Facebook group so we'll be sharing all that stuff coming up also if you want to know a little bit more about the astrology make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter everything's on our website rewildingforwomen.com okay Paula I love coupons me too we're gonna do a coupon every single month I don't know what next month's coupon is but we're doing a coupon no 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 next month's is medicine woman um the witch the witch it's um so it's fall here and Halloween and I know there's like a thousand other names for for Halloween, um, and we're going to celebrate with Medicine Woman, so we'll do something around that. Uh, I don't know what yet. Um, okay, so I would love to open it up to questions. We've got about 10 minutes left for questions, so if there are questions around Venus, around Aphrodite, around what we talked about today, um, if you want to leave a comment, just write three question marks and then ask your question. Um, And I'll just get through as many as I can with the time that we have left. Happy to go into anything that's related. Um, Anything that's related to what we've talked about. (laughs) Thanks, Betsy. (laughs) Um, I couldn't get my words right. (laughs) Um, Is that the online retreat, Inner Circle? Sorry, I missed that. Um, Asha, I'm going to ask that Kelly respond to you. So Kelly's part of the rewilding team, and I know she's on the live. And so instead of taking up time here talking, I'll ask Kelly to respond about online retreat and inner circle. So if anybody wants to hear about that, you can just look for Kelly's comments. Um, This way I can um, share more uh, information around uh, Venus or Aphrodite if there are any questions. Yes, the witch. Perfect. I'm so there, Jen. I hear you, woman. It was so fun to do that in the last episode. So we did, I'm a witch, you're a witch. Now let's open to the gifts in the last podcast episode. So if you missed that, that was there. And then I did the workshop to support that. So I filmed the online workshop, Medicine Woman, which is opening up to the witch gifts. Um, And that's what we'll release in October too, to just kind of support that. Uh, just looking why is it that every live <laughs> like this is calling me Miriam that's because you're supposed to do mystery school <laughs> sorry woman <laughs> I just feel it um, so for those of you who are in Australia I know Miriam's in Australia I've been on retreat with her before um, for me some of us have that calling to open up to all of these aspects. Like some of us just feel the, I am ready. Like I am ready to open up to the lover, to the witch, to the medicine woman, to the dark goddess, to the mystic. Like I'm ready. Give it to me. <laughs> and to me, Miriam, that's probably, at least that's my sense of it. It's maybe that's where you're at is just like, I'm ready. 
I am freaking ready. Uh, give it to me. And so mystery school is a place where we do that intensely and bigly. So we go into as many of the archetypes as we can, opening, awakening, releasing in huge ways. Um, that's all in-person stuff. And that'll be happening hopefully in Australia. Fingers crossed. Um, if everybody wants to send a little bit of love to Australian immigration, that would be great. We just put um, our visa application in to come to Australia for six months. So if anybody wants to shoot them a little bit of like sweet, magical juice of love. Hey, we love Spreda. We love rewilding. We really think that should happen in Australia. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I feel like it's going to happen though. Um, how do we not misuse the power? Michelle, awesome question. Woman, it's holding self to the fire, right? It's, for me, simple, like, surface practices that we can do. And when I say surface practices, I mean um, outside of, like, deep diving workshops, right? So you come in deep diving workshops, you go right into the shadow. You go right into those hidden aspects. You get to a rewilding workshop, and we go right in there, right? We go into it. We go into the past lives where it's created the fear around expressing that energy, right? Because all those times that you got killed or you got raped or you got persecuted for being a sacred prostitute is sitting somewhere in our energetics. So that's one side of it, is finding the places to do the big deep work because that's de-rubbling in the deeper realms, the more unconscious realms. But then if we want to talk surface level stuff, more of the conscious stuff, where are you coming from? So asking yourself, like you feel, you feel that energy, you, you feel that Aphrodite alchemical magic, right? And it's gifting, like you can gift someone with beauty, you can gift someone with love, you can gift them with this feminine energy. But it's what is my intention behind this? Why am I doing this? What's my intention here? What's my intention? And you hold yourself to the fire. And if your intention around it is because you're wanting to get something out of them that isn't in their highest good and it's really not in your highest good, it's from some like low level ego thing, then you go, eep, not going to use it for that. I'm going to use my powers for good. <laughs> So that's one thing that you can do is just always checking intention, checking intention, checking intention, holding yourself, holding yourself to the fire. Um, so it's that surface level stuff and it's doing the big deep stuff because the big deep stuff is what's going to take you to the unconscious places. Um, so that's kind of a two part answer. Um, Michelle mystery school UK. Y'all keep just smashing me with the UK mystery school. I love it. Um, we're definitely coming to the UK in July, uh, but we're not going to do a mystery school. Not this year. I don't know when. I don't know if we will. I don't know. Um, I'm just seeing if there's other... Uh, Nicole, I love this. Venus conjunct my south node. First thoughts. Sista, you have done a lot of lifetimes in Aphrodite energy, right? I mean, that's just the obvious... That's, that's the obvious answer is you've come in with that innate knowing. So South Node, for those of you who are not astrology inclined or haven't been hanging around rewilding long enough to know that's, that's past life territory. That's soul gifts territory. So it's what you've come into this life with, things that you innately know. So if you've got Venus conjunct your South Node, that's you innately know her energy. It's not something that you're opening to in this life or starting to explore in this life. You know it. Been there, done that, you know it. You've brought it in, in this life, but now looking at your north node, which is soul purpose, future vision, what you're meant to do here in this life, looking at your north node, how does that 
want to come through and be expressed in this life. So it's also derubbling all the stuff around love, all the stuff around Aphrodite magic, which, Nicole, it's easy for me to say because I've watched you do that through two terms of mystery school. Derubbling a shit ton around feminine sexuality, around love, around relationship, around intimacy. I've watched you do it. The other thing I want to share, Nicole, just because I'm feeling into your energy, and I hope it's okay to be sharing this because I know Nicole so well, right? We spent a year and a half rewilding together. Um, the other thing is your desire to work with men your desire to gift Ben. To me, that feels linked here is you, you've known it. And now that you've derubbled it enough, it's a legitimate gift. So that Aphrodite magic is a soul gift that you know and that you can bring through out into your world in whatever way calls to you. Um, okay, we'll do, we'll do one more question, if there's any. Um... Mm. Oh, here we'll talk. I'll talk. To, I'll talk about this one, Laura. Um, Laura asked the question: Can you talk more about the fear of seeing your own beauty, putting the weight on, suppressing the expressions, etc.? There's a couple of things to share around this, Laura. One is we oftentimes put weight on as layering as protecting. So it's layers of protection. It's a way of numbing how sensitive we are, numbing how much we feel, how much we can um, take on from others. I don't like using that word because that's something that we just need to outgrow um, and evolve through. So I don't want to say that because we start to go into victim like, oh, it's your fault. I'm taking on your shit. No, just grow up. We just need to grow through that and rewire ourselves. But oftentimes it's, it's a combination of things, the weight. So from an energetic standpoint, so I'm just talking about it from this energetic standpoint, I see a lot of women who were sexually abused as young girls hold a lot of weight in their adult years. It's, it's an energetic way of keeping that from happening. It's an energetic way that we're not conscious of, of protecting self. Um, so sometimes the weight is to numb or to almost like not feel so much, but then also layers of protection from masculine energy, from even feminine energy from sexuality, from being touched, from being abused again, from being used, from our sexuality being used. Um, so I hope, I know that that was a little bit of a fumbly answer. Um, there's just so many different things that I can kind of feel coming in around all of that. Um, but it's a, I used to own fitness studios. Um, so I used to do a lot of this work. And for every woman, it's so, 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 so different. So different. It can be linked to hormones. It can be linked to stress. It can be linked to, by the way, it's mostly never food. Uh, it's usually not food. That's like the very, very, very upper surface level of not food and not exercise. It's, there's a lot of things underneath here um, that it is. And a lot of times it's emotionally linked, like very emotionally linked. 
Um, so I hope that helps. Um, I hope that helps a tiny little bit. I think I want to do another question. Um, oh, here. Um, I haven't even read this question, but we'll do B's question. And this will be the last one. I promise the last one. How to stop giving the sexual life force power away. Uh, starting questioning self-worth. How to stay in connection without giving power away. Um, okay, so I'm just going to stick with the first part because I think that there could be a couple different parts to this. Be How to stop giving the sexual life force power away. That's a part of growth. And, and B, I also, I also know B really well because B is in mystery school, so, and I've worked with her personally, um, so I know, I know her energetics. Um, B, and for those of you who feel deep call to service in this, in this life, um, uh, how do I answer this? Um, deep call to, I'm just going to go for it. So here you go. I'm going for it. I'm not holding back. I'm just going to talk about it. Like I would talk about it if we were sitting in mystery school B. So I hope that's all right with you. <laughs> um, I feel like it's okay because you opened the door to the question on the live. So, um, it's something that we karmically came in with and we need to grow through. So we came in with a particular wounding around priestess energy or around the sexual life force energy. So to me, be part of what you're here to do is to share it with others. That's just the nature of the beast. I watched it in the very first workshop that you and I sat in. You are here to gift the world with this life force with this energy with shakti with how it runs through you in a priestess way there's lots of us who are called to do that now it's opening up this is part of the feminine rising this is part of the awakening this is part of what's going on and part of this growth into sharing that energy in a healthy way is working through all of these things like when we give it away and it hurts us when we inappropriately take on something for another or we inappropriately run something through our bodies for another when we weren't meant to. But that's just part of growing. That's part of learning. That's part of stepping out of the karma or the distorted ways, the hurtful ways of doing it and growing into healthy, mature priestess, right? Healthy, mature way. And so if some of these words have like kind of caught you guys off guard and you're like, ah, what? Um, it's really the only way that I can kind of explain that. Um, we've all got to grow through that. So even if you're not called to work in a similar way to what I was explaining about B, it's we're still... If we're giving away our sexual power, we've got some wounding in us. We've got some misalignment in us. We've got some miswiring. We've got some rubble. So we've got some rubble. There's some rubble in the line. And until we clear it, we're going to keep doing it. Those are the things that we like continually play out, right? Some of us will go, I keep getting in the same fucking relationship, right? It's a different dude or it's a different woman. And it's, but it's, I'm, I'm repeating the same pattern because you haven't grown through it yet. 
You haven't grown through it. You haven't evolved past it. You haven't let go of that rubble. And so life's going to keep delivering that to you until you grow through it. That's what we signed up for. Like that's evolution. That's evolving consciousness. That's, that's what we came to do. Part of what we came to do is we've come and said, there are these things I want to experience. There are these things I want to grow through. And divine, if you could keep delivering those for me until I get it, that would be wonderful. Now we're not really conscious of that contract that we signed, but we did. Our soul is very conscious of it. Our soul loves it, right? Our soul is like, sorry, sunshine. I'm going to keep bringing that thing around and it'll look different. (laughs) There's this analogy. It's a pile of shit wrapped in a pretty bow, but it's the same pile of shit. Just keeps coming around with a different color bow on it. And you unwrap it and you're like, son of a gun, I'm in the same relationship again. Or far out. I just got into this codependent, I know I said we were going to talk about that, this codependent relationship again, or here I am giving away my power, or here I am letting this man have sex with me when I have zero fucking desire to have sex with this dude. Deep down, we got to get deep. And so to me, it's we've got to get deep and be, you're doing the work, sister. You're doing it. You're going into those places. I'm watching you do it. For all of you listening, you do the deep work do the work. It'll shift it, right? Do the rewilding work. Do the online work. Do the mystery school work. Do the retreat stuff. Do it. Because what we're doing is we're shifting on these deep, deep, deep layers. We're letting go of the rubble. So then all of these interactions, relationships that we have as, as waking consciousness, as humans in our day-to-day lives, all of that changes, All of it has to, has to, it has to follow that. So be, to me, woman, you're doing it. And I see you. So I see you hugely. And it's beautiful to witness. Okay, so much love to all of you. And thank you again for being here. Thank you for creating this weekly um, and and bringing what you bring. Uh, Just the energy that you all bring. It's it's amazing that we get to go into these places. It's... uh, It's amazing that we get to be this open and this raw and this real and this vulnerable and go into these places that are hidden or not talked about or still taboo or are a little bit tough or are a little bit challenging. Um, And I'm loving your comments in the Facebook group and your shares. So for those of you who are in the Facebook group, um, I'm loving what's getting shared and, you know, talking about the themes that we talked about in lives. It's adding conversation to what we're starting to walk into and what we're starting to open up to um, every week. So I'm just grateful for all of that stuff. Um, I'm grateful to my team. I got to give a huge freaking shout out to my team, Elise and Kelly, you two. I don't know what the heck I would do without you guys. Um, So a huge shout out to them. Um, And that's it. I will be sending out a newsletter actually within like two days, three days, um, because we've got mystery school coming up this weekend. Um, So I'll be on retreat. So just if you want to know astrologically what's going on, just make sure that you're subscribed to the newsletter and you'll get that. Otherwise, I will see you next week. All right. Love you, love you, love you.